Now, brought to you by the Children's Rehabilitation Institute, Teleton USA. Hey, this is Laura. And this is Natalie. We're two therapists that work at CRIT, the Children's Rehabilitation Institute, Teleton USA. We wanted to provide the community with an outlet for their stories and resources for our families that may not have access or know how to begin. We hope that through these interviews, we can continue to serve our families and the pediatric therapy community with knowledge and education from a distance. Join us as we speak with some of our therapists, patients, and their families about their diagnosis and discuss how CRIT has helped them navigate their uni challenges. Thanks for listening. Hello, everybody. Uh, we are super excited. Today's show is going to look a little bit different. Um, it, <laughs> My current therapeutic recreation student actually mentioned that April 4th through um, April 8th is Grad Student Appreciation Week. Um, so... Uh, we thought it would be fun to let our students actually take over this podcast this week and uh, hear their perspective about their uh, experience going into a clinical setting, especially here at CRIT, where we are a physical medicine and rehab setting. Um, I'm definitely here in the background. You'll hear me chime in, but otherwise, it's it's their show. So, Haley, take it away. Cool. Thank you so much. Um, my name is Haley. I'm a current uh, grad student at Texas State. We are wrapping up my internship um, graduate in May, which is very exciting. I think you guys both um, graduate in May as well. Mm-hmm. Um, so I have, I think, maybe a little three or four more weeks until I'm done. Um, for Texas State, we're required 560 hours. I know NCCRC requires that as well. Um, but I'm also with two other Texas State students as well. Um, so I'll have them introduce, and then we'll go into some questions as well. So go ahead, whoever wants to start. I can start. So my name's Maddie. Um, yes, I'm at Texas State, and I am in my last rotation. So last year of PT school, and Crit is also my last uh, rotation. So yeah. Ooh. Yeah, so I'm Brenda Nava, also a third-year physical therapy student, I'm also from Texas State, and excited to graduate in May. Okay, One so. thing I'd like to notate mm-hmm. real quick is Haley is finishing her master's oh. of therapeutic recreation at Texas State, and Maddie and Brenda are both finishing their doctorate of physical therapy. So we get a little bit different perspectives going on. Yeah. Yes, very exciting. We have started together. We both started the first week of January, and I will wrap up at the end of April. I know you guys, this is your last week mm-hmm. um, with CRIT. So that's really exciting. Um, I chose CRIT. I'm going to start with uh, with the TR uh, perspective. I'm just kind of like what drew me to CRIT and why I decided to come. Um, I think I interviewed with three other places before I came to CRIT and I just kind of like the environment, like obviously meeting with Natalie and everything too. That was a lot of fun and the interview process, you know, which is an easy conversation. But I think what drew me to CRIT too is that I really wanted to go into like a pediatric setting and they always tell you um, like what when you're trying to choose an internship like kind of what's the word that they use like set yourself apart and make sure you go into somewhere that you want to kind of observe a little bit more of and I haven't done pediatrics like in a while so I thought this would be like a really interesting setting and it was really cool too that I get to work with all of the other interdisciplinarities as well mm-hmm. so PT, OT, speech, counseling, social work I thought that was really cool that I get to see different perspectives so I think that's what kind of really helped Drew apart from other internships that I was looking for as well. But I wanted to see kind of like with your perspective, I know you guys do a variety of different internships. I don't know how many you guys had to do um, like rotation wise, but like what kind of drew apart CRIT, you know, why you chose CRIT for your final rotation or if you could explain the rotation process that yeah. would kind of help as well in the PT setting since I don't 
have to do that for TR, but yeah. that would be really cool to explain. Yeah, so ours are um, measured a little bit differently. So in order to graduate, we need to do, um, I think in Texas, it's 30 weeks of clinical rotation, oh. but full time. So five days a week, eight hours a day. Um, I think in Texas State, we're set up to get over 30 weeks. So we do three eight-week ones and one 12-week one. But something that's really unique about Texas State is that we have our in-house clinic. So we do an in-house clinical before we go out to the real world. Okay. And once we do go out into these real world clinical settings, um, we get a variety of locations. So we can do inpatient, outpatient, LTAC, pediatric, sports specific, vestibular, women's health. So there's all these different subspecialties where you can go get um, clinical experience at. Mm -hmm. But I was always drawn to PEDS, so I had already done an outpatient pediatric. Um, it was more sports, it was more fine-tuning, um, jumping, running, coordination. So I knew that here at CRIT, it was more working kids with neurological impairments, um, maybe genetic abnormalities and stuff like that. So I was really interested to see that side of pediatric rehab. Yeah. And Brenda, you've been at CRIT, right? Yes, I have been at CRIT before. So <laughs> okay, that. I know that. <laughs> Um, I was a physical therapy technician here, a rehab tech. I would help all the disciplines. So I also really like that model oh, that okay. we get to do a more comprehensive approach to rehab. So I like that I get to collaborate with speech, OT, therapeutic rec. Like right now I'm here with y'all. Mm -hmm. It's such a great experience. And that's also something really unique at CRIT that um, even though you get it at other places, I feel like it's really emphasized here. Yeah, mm -hmm. Absolutely. I guess I'll branch off that. So yeah, I hadn't had any pediatric rotations before this. Like I had had like acute care in a hospital. I did two outpatient like ortho clinics or hospital based. Um, but I guess it is relevant. I was a tech in undergrad or in between undergrad and PT school at Texas Children's. It was an outpatient um, facility that they had. And that kind of showed me, like, I didn't know what was really going on as a tech as much as I do as a PT student. But I saw, like, oh, they worked with speech and OT, too, and it seemed more holistic. And there was a lot that was new to me, but it intrigued me and helped me realize, like, oh, when I do get into PT school, I would like to do a pediatric rotation, at least one. Um, and I'd heard really good things about CRIT. I had seen previous Texas State students come here and have really good experiences. I kind of knew a little bit about it from Brenda. And... Um, I like y'all were touching on, it's very holistic. And so the approach with TR, um, speech OTPT, and then even just social work and nutrition and like the buddy program, I didn't know what that was. And I had been researching more and the fact that they look out for the siblings that of the children that come here and try to make sure they're included and taken care of and getting attention to. I just, there's a chapel, like there's so many things that I was like, wow, this place like walks the walk, you know, it doesn't just <laughs> advertise or talk about ideals, like they follow through. So I figured, wow, like I know a lot of places aren't like this, but this is like the highest standard I've seen. So in addition to wanting a pediatric rotation, it just seemed like top tier healthcare too. Um, I feel like I had something else I wanted to add, but that was the main thing that drew me here. So yeah. Yeah. I feel like that 
what helped drew me to this too is that I got to work with all of like PTs and OTs and speeches to see what everyone else does as well because mm-hmm. in TR there's a lot of advocacy that we have to do in our field and I don't feel like that I have to do that as much here that we all get to work together like I've worked with Maddie oh, yeah, I think like what two or that. three times now <laughs> and Maddie's coming to TR two or three times yeah. now, so that's been a lot of fun yes. like last week we teamed up and we did balloon volleyball yeah. with a few of our patients which was a lot of fun and the wheelchairs <laughs> yeah that was and so the wheelchairs fun. yeah so I feel like that's been a lot of fun to be a part of like being with the other departments and everything getting to learn from everyone else because within TR at Crit, it's very small. It's just me, Natalie, and um, another CTRS as well. So even though it's a small team that we have, we still get to have like be a part yeah. with other of the departments and the therapists and like work alongside them. So I feel like that's been a lot of fun. That way I can see, you know, like how we can all work together as a team and a group and everything. So yeah, I love working with TR. I feel like I have a second heart for TR <laughs> and I'm like, dang, but you can still make like, you can still do a physical therapy session while TR is also conducting a session and it kind of mixes really well. And I feel like it, you know, the kids, if they're not going to be engaged, they're that much more engaged. It feels like sometimes when we like co-treat, if you will. So I love that about you. Yeah. That's been so fun. I feel like it's gotten, like, some of our patients to break out of their shells more, too, that they get to hang out with other kids. They and, get a like, community feel. Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. We get to hang out, and I feel like they get to be with other kids, and they get to, you know, hang out and socialize a little bit more as well. So I think that's been kind of a lot of fun as well, that the team aspect and the groups that we've gotten to do um, has been, I don't very educational, too. I just think, like, I get to see different dynamics from everybody, and, like, that's been really interesting to watch as well. Well, mm-hmm. um, I don't, I don't know, Brenda, if you have been able to be around like other disciplines and like observe as well, like while you're here. And... Yeah, for sure. I haven't had the much of an opportunity to collaborate directly with y'all, but something that I have gotten from y'all is I think we've been at in the pool. So we do aquatic Ooh, therapy yeah. here at Crit. And I've had a patient in the pool while y'all also have a patient in the pool. Oh, and, uh, I really enjoy that y'all are so open to reach out and be like, hey, like, do your prep work, do what you need to do for that patient. And then at the end, maybe we could meet up and have them toss a ball to each other. Yeah. Like y'all are always so welcome to make it more uh, more inclusive and more of that social aspect. Mm-hmm. I feel like sometimes just developing a treatment plan and thinking about all these physiological aspects that could be going on, we could, or at least I as a student, <laughs> can lose that aspect of like um, integration with others and social engagement and playing with peers and having y'all there is like a really good mm-hmm. reminder that that is also part of the rehab process. Yeah. So I really appreciated that. I have to praise y'all on that <laughs> uh, specific day in the pool. I don't think you had planned for that. And I know as students, you're taught, like, have your whole yeah. lesson plan per yeah. se out, right? And then here we are going, y'all want to play dodgeball? And you're like, um, yeah. And you're like, quick thinking of how does this integrate into our yes. plan of care and especially for that day and how we're going to meet our goals. So yeah, well done putting on your quick thinking caps there. Yeah, no, that, so. it, it, I think it works out really well because it makes me think, where is my patient at? Okay, I'm, he needs trunk control. Well, that's cool. I can facilitate his trunk while he throws a ball. Mm-hmm. So it's more of a dynamic movement. So it makes me think on my feet, but I think it helps develop us as clinicians. So mm-hmm. I really appreciate it. No, I'm glad you kind of brought up the pool too because I don't think I ever thought in TR that I would ever be in a pool like just doing therapy in it um I didn't think that I would be able to do water therapy or any type I just thought maybe it was like a PT thing or like an OT thing so it's been really interesting being at crit and like being able to do water therapy with some of my patients 
because um, it's just some, it's a new tool that I've gotten to learn and it's something that I never thought that I would be able to do so I was really excited when I came to interview when Natalie mentioned oh this is our pool and this is what we would be in and I'm like oh okay <laughs> sounds great I was like I love the pool so um, have you guys learned a lot like while you were here like new tools like as a therapist and as an intern um, anything that you'll be able to take from your experience at crits um just kind of going over different things that you've learned or even that you've brought into crit too like as a pt student mm. oh yeah for sure i feel like crit is such a great facility and it has so many tools available for us like we have robotic gait training we have vibration therapy we just got a new um a new vibration platform that we're integrating um the pool is a great resource just have a lot of great equipment around that not every facility has so I think that's pretty cool I think something that I I kind of brought in is I had a previous clinical where I had a lot of um like autism and sensory kids so maybe um helping with that regulation I've had um one or two kids on the caseload here and I feel like I was able to apply that so that was interesting seeing the different types of population so I know we can have some um more um, low-level kids and bringing in some aspects from those higher-level treatments is pretty interesting as well. So um, that's what I learned here. Oh man, um, <laughs> so much knowledge. Yeah, <laughs> kind of. Um, my CI, she's certified in NDT. We got like a tiny lecture on that in school, and like some of the techniques for facilitating movements versus just positioning kids. And I, it makes sense now, but at the time I was like, oh wow, like that's super, that's a big deal to be able to teach someone how to get in the right position versus just doing it for them. Um, so just what I just said, like that is something that was super crucial and helpful for me to see in action and then have me practice on kids too. Um, I learned you know, just how to communicate with different kids. Like I had an idea going in, like there's going to be kids who are nonverbal. There's going to be kids who speak a different language than me. There's going to be kids who, um, have more behavioral things involved. And so I think it was helpful just to get more experience communicating in different ways and trial and error with what works and what doesn't and collaborating with other, um, like speech, OT, other PTs, PTAs with what's been working, what hasn't. It taught me interprofessional collaboration. Um, it did. And also just, um, yeah, I think being, being adaptable, being flexible with like schedule changes and going with a patient you've never seen before. Mm -hmm. And, um, that happens in other settings too, but I feel like here really challenged me in a good way with that. Um, yeah, I feel like I could keep going on aquatic therapy also. Like I hadn't really gotten to experience that in my other rotations yet. And so, um, getting in the water and learning about Watsu techniques. I was like, what, what are you saying? I didn't know what that was until now. So that was cool getting introduced to different techniques that you can do in aquatic therapy. Um, yeah, those were the big things I think. So, yeah, I was telling Natalie too, when I first, uh, started, obviously TR is a new field for me. Um, getting into my master's, I decided to go like right when quarantine had ended so obviously COVID was still at a pretty high point um, and no one was letting anyone in our cohort do anything. We weren't allowed to go to like nursing facilities. We weren't allowed to like just be around other people. Like it was just our cohort, just our professors. Like that was it. 
So I had little to uh, no facilitation at all because that we weren't allowed to do anything because of COVID. So mm-hmm. I feel like the biggest thing for like my cohort was like, how do we go into internship and have not done anything? Mm-hmm. We haven't done any field work. We haven't done any internships. We haven't been able to facilitate anything. And we were all pretty nervous because we were like, well, I hope they like us because we haven't been able to do anything. But I think like coming into Crit, like it's been very like at ease. Like I feel very comfortable. Like I've never felt like pressured or like that I wasn't good enough or, mm-hmm. and it's been good practice and everything too. Like with the different kids that we've been able to work with, I've gotten to learn a lot of new skills, which has been nice. Cause like I said, I, ha- I haven't been able to do anything because of COVID. So I think Crit was a great like, internship to come into to learn and practice and be able to just feel comfortable with the patients that I've had with Natalie and the other team members that I've been able to work with too so Mm -hmm. um, I don't know if you guys have had that experience because you have had more rotations Mm -hmm. obviously this is my one and only internship that I have to do Um, but I would hope that create you know you felt comfortable obviously coming in and feeling like you've gotten the knowledge and Mm -hmm. all of that as well so I think one thing as a supervisor, I mean, I can't speak to supervising PT students. Obviously, I've had a couple of TR students at this point. Um, as a supervisor, when I hear you all talk about what you've learned and how you can integrate it further, that's what like, supervisors want to hear. Mm-hmm. Um, and so we understand like your students coming in, right? We don't expect you to know everything. You're going to read a textbook and come in and do it. No, mm-hmm. especially coming in from COVID, right? Yeah. So like we're eager to teach just as much as y'all are eager to, eager to learn. So mm-hmm. I think that's really cool and keep that moving forward is like, as you said, well, I learned how to use this with lower, like lower functioning kiddos, those mm-hmm. more nonverbal kids or whatever. That's valuable because I want to learn from you too. Mm-hmm. Um, and so it's just as mutual. So I think that's really cool that y'all already recognize that mm-hmm. and keep carrying that forward. That's like a little bit of advice that I have for y'all. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, that's great advice. <laughs> for the yeah. advice too, like um, since we're going to like wrapping up soon, do you have any advice for the future? Inter- like even if it's not P- uh, PT interns, but like for the future interns that will be coming in to create like any advice, any takeaways mm-hmm. that you want to give them? As they're coming. I know we have two other interns as well um, that just started their internship here. But so any advice that maybe you've already given them or even future interns as well, that would hopefully I would be say helpful. being open to learning. And that sounds like super basic. But <laughs> I feel like here in Crit, there's so many aspects you can learn from. And so, as Natalie was saying, so many people you could work, you can learn from. Not only... Like me, I'm a PT student. I can like I can learn from others, not just my PT clinical instructor. Like you can learn so much about the OTs and speech and how your prep work leads to a better speech therapy, how me working on trunk control leads to them having a really good feeding session at speech yeah. and how nutrition comes into play and telling them what kind of foods to work with speech. So those are three professionals coming together that even though we don't see them at the same hour, we have to think about the same kid. So you can, um, and then we have social work and even from like insurance and patient services, like how they come to you and how they end up at a frequency with you. I feel like this is a great place to see the whole patient and their whole journey mm. of how they get medical care, mm. but just be open to le- learn more about like the whole experience in medical care, like their um, life approach to it. I feel like this is a good place for you to get insight into their life versus I feel like other places you just see, or at least for me, I would just see PT at this one clinic and that's it. And here I get to hear about their, um, when they went to go see Dr. Riley and when they stopped by nursing and I have a better insight and a 
whole a better whole rounded picture Absolutely. of their medical care. Yeah, I think another piece of advice going forward to anybody, all the students listening, other people, all uh, professions, right? Is uh, at Create, we're very fortunate, as Brenda was just explaining, how we all work together. Mm-hmm. And it is like a true interdisciplinary approach, as in we really do integrate quite together. Yeah. A lot of other facilities are multidisciplinary where they exist and they might work together, but like not really. They just, they're like PT's doing their thing, OT's doing their thing, but they don't really ever come together. They help, but like not really. Yeah. So like take advantage of that, ask mm-hmm. questions. Even if you don't ever get to truly work with another discipline, go talk to them, pick their brain. Um, like I said, Crit is extremely fortunate to have where we are eager to go to PT and be yeah. like, how can we yeah. help? How can you help? How yeah. can we come together? And how it really yeah. does play a part. Yeah. yeah. And like super random, but I feel like I was <laughs> even, even able to see like how people get transportation to get to their medical services. Like that's something I never even thought about before. And I feel like that's something that I've um, touched based on here. I talked with social work about, gave family information on like, what the city of San Antonio offers. And that's something that everywhere else, my patient would just be in the waiting room for me and I would get them, mm-hmm. give them their services and have a good day. Thank you for working hard. But I didn't think about, can they afford to come to therapy? What resources are there to help them get there? So I feel like you really get from every single aspect, um, you really get a good perspective here. Mm-hmm. I guess going off that, like I had an assignment where, yeah, like I did need to sit and go into speech and OT, but I also wanted to. And I had a different session with um, a patient that we were treating and I got to sit in on OT and just watch how um, the OT managed that session and then like ask for pearls to take it into PT um, outside of the assignment. It was a separate patient. But I think if, yeah, if you're coming here and you're not already getting the chance to do that or you're CI and you haven't talked about that, like be proactive and sitting in on different sessions, whether it's a patient you normally see or don't see, um, just so you can pull techniques from them, whether it's communication skills, or I loved your example with speech, nutrition, and PT, and how that all has an effect on the patient. Um, I could totally visualize it. I was like, yeah. (laughs) Um, But stuff like that, just being proactive about, like, learning as much as you can from all the healthcare services that are here, and then being adaptable and flexible because it's always changing, especially with kids and families. And it, you know, that's just part of it. So coming in and being ready to jump in or remove yourself and go help someone else. Like, I think that's a big, just quality you could have coming here. Yeah. I feel like with, when you're working with kids, you just need to like kind of let loose, like be funny, be creative. (laughs) I was like, we're working with a variety of different ages. So with the kids, you kind of have to like learn from them, like what they like, what they don't like, Right. you know, sit on the ground with them, splash in the pool. You just have to let loose. And I think that's like the biggest thing that I've learned is asking questions like about the kids about like what we're going to be doing and how we can adapt it to them and how we can make it fun for them like how creative can we be when we're in our sessions and just laugh I feel like in TR like in our room we're just laughing all the time everyone can probably hear us because we are so loud (laughs) earlier this morning we had a kid drumming and I was like okay I'm pretty sure everyone can hear us like right down the hall so I just think the biggest advice is, yeah, just let loose and have fun and be creative and ask questions. I feel like that's what our supervisors are here for. That's what mm-hmm. even the other students I know I've like Maddie and I have hung out like within Crit and just talked to one another about what you know is going on and like what you're working on, what I'm working on. So yeah. I think that's been nice to have other students in here as that well. Is nice, yeah. uh, it's not just me, you know. Like, <laughs> there's other um, students in here as well, so that's been a lot of um, fun as well. 
Um, was there any other questions, Natalie? Um, I like I said, we can speak for TR all day. You talked about advice moving forward. Um, say there's a student fresh out of undergraduate because mm. doctorate is an extra school uh-huh. DPT right program. What advice do you have to students uh, looking to get in? Like, what are some really nerve wracking things? Like, do you need observation hours? Do you mm-hmm. what what kind of references are you looking for? Does it matter the type of hours you're getting? Like, what mm-hmm. what advice do you have for that? Yeah, so to get into PT school, you do need um, observation hours. So when you go to the, you can either be like a volunteer or a, de- a direct observer, and they want you to have in a variety of settings. So you just don't want outpatient orthopedics. They want outpatient ortho, inpatient rehab. If you can get into a skilled nursing facility, if you could see like um, a physical therapist that does lymphedema or vestibular, all these subspecialties, whatever makes you a really well rounded student where you have a good perspective of what the profession actually is versus what you think the profession Mm, is and you can get that in many ways you don't have to observe you could be a well-rounded student by volunteering with like kinetic kids or hanging out with a t um therapeutic recreation um specialist or therapist you can get good insights that's going to help you be a better clinician once you do get into pt school so it's not all about being a perfect PT applicant on paper, um, they're really looking for like a good holistic approach. Like, who are you as a person? What are your interests? And like, why why do you want to help people? We all want to help people, but what's your story? What drives you? So they really look at they really look at that. So that's would be that would be my advice. When y'all were going into PT school, did y'all like scout out a couple schools to figure out like is it just as much as like a good fit for you as it is for them? That's a, I mean, I think we'll kind of going off the end of your sentence when you're interviewing, if you get to that point, like, yes, be prepared for what they'll ask you, but also have questions at the end of your interview for them. Like, um, I think that's always important. Kind of like you said, you're choosing the school just as much as they're choosing you. Um, but me specifically, I, I would wanted to go anywhere essentially, but really wanted to go to Texas state. Like you want to get into PT school, of course, like, but Texas State, I just had more exposure to because at the time the PT school was on the undergrad campus. So we had more opportunities to, oh, let's go volunteer um, in the six week rotation that the PT students have on campus and just get a feel for how that works. Um, I, w- I worked at HEB forever, so I have <laughs> yeah. people come through my line and like, you know, if a conversation went far enough, I found out they were PT students and I would get more experience um, or learn more about what the experience is like from them. Um, just through those interactions and I mean nothing is perfect but we've always heard that it was like a family feel it um, I mean it was more affordable than some PT schools <laughs> the faculty was really diverse um, they really prioritized like quality of life and relationships and balance um, even though school is going to be kind of at the top during PT school um, it just had a lot of values that seemed to line up with mine and then yeah, I also was like, dang, like it might be in Round Rock. I might have a better housing situation where it'll be. Just the, there was a logistics part of it too, um, but it just stood out for all those yeah. reasons that I said. So I was like, yep, I'm gonna just go there and try to just go there. Um, and it ended up working out in the big picture. But yeah, and I guess to kind of branch off to off applying, like Brenda hit home with hours. Um, and just staying in touch too. I think if you volunteer at like five different places over two years, 
and the first place you were at you really really loved and you really loved like the PT that you shadowed like try to not in an awkward way but like keep in touch with them like check in through email or phone number or whatever they say is appropriate every few months or once a year or something um, just so that when you finally do ask them for a letter of rec if you wanted to um, it's not like out of nowhere you know so try yeah. to keep in touch with them well, that's um, a really good point. <laughs> yeah, it's like, you know, of course it's like, well, what do I keep in touch with them about? Like, what do I bring up if I haven't seen them in five months? But just think about that and, um, you know, ask them too before you leave, like, if you want to ask them this, do you feel like you'd be able to write me a good letter of recommendation? Because I've heard before that people ask, can you let me write me a letter of rec? And they're like, yeah, but like in their, their head, they don't think they could write them a good one. And they don't always say that. But asking that person if they can write you like a quality letter that actually sets you apart and knowing that they also want to do that for you. Like I'm, hopefully by that point you'll have an idea. Um, but I think just keeping those relationships intact, even if it's not super tight knit absolutely um, yep. over time, even for the future, like maybe after PT school, you might want to go work for them or I don't know. So I think relationships, keeping that. In I've mind. been in this field for almost two and a half years now as a professional. I don't think I thought of that. So I love that. <laughs> That's a very valid point. I love it. Yeah. There's plenty of things, but <laughs> those are some things that I feel like stand out with like when you're thinking about trying to apply, like there's so many pieces of advice, but, um, and logistic pieces of advice, but right. Yeah. It could even advice. help you for clinicals. Um, yeah. Because of COVID and everything that's happened. I almost didn't a have a, a clinical placement for my last clinical rotation. Mm. Now I do pediatrics and all the few peeps. Um, spots that were available were taken, but of course I I had been here before, um, so that helped me get in in here because um, my school was already sending a student here, Maddie. Yeah. So there technically was not a spot available for another PT student it's from about, Texas State. All about those connections. Yeah. Yeah. It really does. Yeah, it goes a very uh, long way. Mm-hmm. So I, keep, keep in touch with your if you're especially if you really like the spot or right. you really like the PT that you're like, hey, I would want that person to be my mentor one day right. or to be my clinical instructor one day. Yeah. I like their approach, their technique. It's all uh, about connections. Yeah. yeah. Always. I feel like even from like TR to PT, there's PTs that I've met here that I will forever use as a resource in mm-hmm. the rest of my career, whether I stay at Crate or whatever is next, like whatever. Right. Yeah. But yeah, it's absolutely all about those connections. I love it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, uh, I was trying to think too, like how you were saying about like, uh, like just like volunteering and everything too. Obviously, TR is a very new field for me because I did not do my undergrad in TR, but I did go to Texas State. And I feel like the biggest thing they always kept telling you is to volunteer and to volunteer. But with going that, like knowing the value that you bring as well, like if you don't feel as where you're volunteering is like the best place for you, well, now you know, like maybe you don't want to be in that setting. So just knowing the value for yourself, like that you want to go into pediatrics or you want to go into psych or you want to do anything like that. Um, just knowing like what you're bringing um, to the table then you can take away from volunteering as well because I've had a lot of volunteer and I've done a lot of internships and I would not just because I'm here but I love Crit and I think Crit has been my best internship Mm -hmm. just because of how organized it is and how many people that I've met and just the value that I've gotten from people and from the teams that I've been working with too so volunteering is always the biggest thing but knowing your worth is definitely the biggest thing as well when you're going into trying to find specific opportunities just to keep building like your resume and building yourself as a yeah. therapist and if as you well. don't expose yourself to new settings like you you never know where your passion lies yeah like, exactly if i had never taken a peds 
rehab tech job, I would have never known that I love working with kids. I probably would be doing sports or outpatient ortho right now because that's what PT is. But I had this really great exposure and I was able to find out that this is where my passion lies. But if you never go put yourself out there, you'll never know. Right, exactly. Well, thank you guys so much. Um, I don't know if there's any other questions. No. No. Happy grad student appreciation week. Yay! <laughs> go Bobcats. <laughs>
six to eight weeks sometimes, and then PT students 12 weeks, when as already an established licensed clinician, like it's hard to stay afloat after six months. So I think just going in with preparation to learn is like the most important thing <laughs> to come here um, as a student or a clinician, because there's just a lot of stuff to learn here. I think especially going off of that, being prepared to learn and being that flexibility. Y'all mm-hmm. talked a lot about it. Brenda talked about that co-treating and so did Haley and Maddie. And there was that day that Brenda ended up co-treating in the pool. And I don't think she knew <laughs> what we were going to get into with turning into dodgeball. But, um, or even that time we went to Morgan's next door and Maddie was like, how would you process this as a TR perspective? And I said, a lot of the same things that y'all touch in PT. We, we worked on a lot of uh, gross motor, climbing, jumping, uneven surfaces, running, um, just navigating through a playground, like things like that. But that also leads to socialization on us. And it was really cool to watch the pieces come together, but also being flexible in the moment <laughs> and like being prepared to have a random dance party because yeah. that's not all we do, but it is a lot of what we do. <laughs> I think vice versa for me too, as a TR student, getting to co-treat with PT, which is mainly the department that I feel like I get to co-treat with a lot, is learning from the PT or PT students or just in general, um, just kind of getting to learn like new techniques in the water or just like new techniques if we're doing sports-specific stuff and everything. So I think as a TR student, I get to learn and grow being in a facility that has PTOT speech, um, getting to be able to go to the different departments and asking questions and co-treating with other uh, departments and just kind of like gaining more knowledge than I thought I was going to gain um, because I get to work with so many different people while I'm here. So that's been really fun. <laughs> we like to brag that we are an interdisciplinary approach. We really do get to work together without the support of each other. We wouldn't be able to do what we get to do. Um, and it is, it's amazing how many times I could look at someone and be like, let's go co-treat together. And they're like, sure. And then we go and we do it and we have fun. Yeah. I think that's like, this is like my favorite model of care, having that full holistic experience here. And I really think that, um, I mean, again, I've been practicing here for a while, but working with TR or just like peeking over what y'all are doing. And I say this multiple times, but it's like uh, y'all make things so much more fun out of a basic activity. And so it gives me ideas. So I love it when students are here because they come in with fresh ideas and they're just ready to show off and I love it. <laughs> I'm like, what can I learn from this person? So I really love that we're a facility that takes in students. It's really nice. Well, this episode is really special. Um, Haley's actually finishing up her internship right now. This is her last week, her last 40 hours. Yeah. So sad. Um, it is. It's it's extremely. Uh, it's not even bittersweet. I just don't want to let her go. I um, told I told Natalie I was gonna go hide in the closet. <laughs> you might not be able to get me out of here. Um, so we just wanted to say thank you, and you're awesome, and we yeah. wish you the best. Of luck. We're always here appreciate for you. you. Uh, yeah, I appreciate like being on the podcast, getting to talk uh, to the P- to PT students, getting to talk to both of y'all. I think this podcast um, specifically has been really good because I've gotten to learn a lot uh, different perspectives of the students, and even as the facilitators as well. I've greatly appreciated both of y'all. So thank you. As a nonprofit, we couldn't do what we do without your support. Please visit us at critusa.org for more information on our organization, as well to find a link to donate. We would love to hear feedback from you. As mentioned, we are a podcast to serve you. We are reserving the final portion of each episode to hear from you. You can email us at podcast at critusa.org for questions or topics that you would like to be covered. information about the re-eval, please visit CritUSA.org. Thank you for listening. The information presented on this podcast is not intended to be used as medical advice. 
Please continue to follow the recommendations of your physician and or other healthcare providers. Please refer to your physician prior to initiating any modifications to your current healthcare regimens.